Hi there, my name is Anna, and as a mindset coach, I coach and teach online entrepreneurs daily on how to use the power of their thoughts to magnetize their dream clients, money, business, and life. This podcast mission is to spark your entrepreneurial spirit to think outside of the box as to how you want to lead an impact, and it all starts with your thoughts. So sit back and enjoy, and let me pull the curtains on your fabulous mind. Hey, fabulous, and welcome to a new episode of Your Fabulous Mind podcast. And today I want to talk about what if Alexander the Great never believed he could conquer Persia. And this is a very interesting topic. And of course, um, as you may or may not know, I'm a huge history fan. And especially I like to look into uh, figures of history because, um, and I love reading on biographies and stuff like that because like, just understanding a little bit the character of people and of course it's hard to say because a lot of especially in the in a very far if we look really far away uh data was not um pretty much registered or just kept the same way it is kept today so people who are actually really successful today they will have a really broad range of data that will be saved for them which is amazing but in the back of those days, uh, a lot was lost, a lot was not necessarily also recorded and stuff like that. So we have to base a little bit about what was already found. But if we go with Alexander the Great, and I think it's a really great start, I will be doing pretty much a little series like that of just talking about these historical figures because I think they can really teach us a lot. And of course, we do look upon them for so many different reasons. And of course, their names pretty much still resonate after all these years. And Alexander the Great is one of them. And he is literally called Alexander the Great instead of his real name, which is Alexander III of Macedonia. And But he is known as Alexander the Great. We don't pretty... If I would have said Alexander III of Macedonia, maybe you could have like maybe think of, oh, is this really Alexander the Great? Because he's not widely known necessarily for his real actual name, his real, like I would say, emperor slash king name. He's more known as this really uh, name, which is Alexander the Great. Anyhow, this is a little tangent to the, to the story. So, but most of you... And probably you do already know how um, Alexander was pretty much raised uh, to believe that he was he had a destiny to conquer Persian Persia and the Persian Empire. So his mother pretty much groomed him in that sense. But not only his mother. I want to also talk about his relationship with his father which was Philip II, which he was a very known king to have conquered many territories. And he was a really beloved king also in his time. And he really set the stage to um, this competitive side that we see also in Alexander. Actually, if you go on Wikipedia, you're going to see these references for sure. And of course, I want to talk about belief around that because truth be told, I believe we wouldn't call Alexander the Great today if throughout his kind of story, he would have never believed that he could do it. Alexander the Great, while we call him the Great, actually based on his military experience and conquers and like ways of um, really like pretty much strategy, military strategy. Actually, most of his battles 
he he wasn't he was not unconquered and uh, he always like went won but he always won with less men than the actual opposite side and there's a lot of different stories based on that where the amount of man is a very big difference and just for him to actually get that name throughout based on his own strategies and the way he would actually strategize understand the land understand the people he was with and of course he had um in uh maybe not in the beginning but as we move along in his story his uh, army is very more diversified as he gets men from other cultures and uh, other that speak other languages and stuff like that so he had to really adapt a lot of things and also what he was really known for uh, was to adapt against his enemy so he would actually look the way the the way they would actually battle he was a very strong um strategist he really understood uh how other people um worked and not only that he was a very big observant uh and i think that's why he just got just this immense success in his whole uh, whole military i would say campaigning whatever but <clears throat> of course he is also known being this megalomaniac and interesting enough Uh, if you look into what it is really much, it's pretty much like this really deep, broad, narcissistic kind of trait of his personality that was really brought to life. But when we look at his childhood, where he was pretty much groomed by his father, which was a, a man who was always uh, out to uh, war and like uh, always uh, fighting, and he was uh, a lot into Olympic sports. His father, though Alexander was not so much Olympic sports, he was more of a study see he liked to read he was actually uh tut tutoraged by aristotle which is really amazing when you think of it imagine being your teacher aristotle hmm, just a little thought here but seriously we all know his mother pretty much always and we know the stories and if you have watched the movie it is deeply portrayed of course there's a lot of things that mm, not so much know about if it's true in history about like him like the mother actually planning his uh, the father assassination so alexander could actually take the throne this is still speculation but there is the prominent thing that is known throughout history that his mother really believed that he had a great destiny and he was destined to conquer bigger territories that he's going to be somebody big and he's going to be known throughout the ages and so on and so forth not only that throughout also alexander's journey and process he actually was very interested in like um talking to oracles and especially more uh as he got older even like there's this famous time where he was in egypt and there was one of the oracles Uh, he asked the question and he pretty much assumed that she was talking about like he is a, he was a god and pretty much people in his um, in his time was pretty much calling him the son of Zeus so like I said but is it because the people said that about him or pretty much because we have planted the seed that this was about that and I sometimes question if he never had a mother who would actually always tell him that he had a great destiny, that he was destined to make great things and he's going to actually conquer Persia and stuff like that. Would he, would he have done all of this success? And that's really the true thing. And I understand that we can go to the extreme of when he was older and got into really like uh, paranoia and stuff like that based on that. 
But still, deep down, why has he always conquered? Why has he always been fearless, especially going into battle? Because he was actually always part of the battles. He was always, always in the battles. He was known to actually go to battle with his men also, which is not everybody throughout history as kings and leaders and uh, stuff like that. And some generals also, you can look it up. So just thinking about that. And also, if you look at all of the odds that was around him and he always succeeded, I wonder if he would have even experienced some sort of doubt throughout his time if he would have succeeded the way he succeeded. And it is an interesting question to ask ourselves because today we are ought to believe a lot around like we need some sort of proof to believe that we're exactly that. A lot of times we seek external validation to prove and to believe that we can actually accomplish things. And pretty much sometimes we do go about our lives trying to accomplish different things in our life to kind of prove to ourselves that we are successful and we can be successful. Also, this is why also the loop will always come back to the idea of owning some sort of things does gives us a stature of success. A lot of times we assume success and actually define success based on maybe the amount of money that we have, the possessions that we have, the type of cars that we have, the type of houses and stuff like that, and also the type of relationships we can even go there in some sort of way. And or even just having some sort of relationship and also of course having it all, right? And and it's not being and, and I don't want to necessarily go into that tangent as I already discussed that be with the previous episode called that uh, be your definition of success. But it's more about just when you look outwards to prove not only that, gain evidence. Because at the end of the day, we also gain evidence. Now, did also Alexander in his own journey of battle after battle and conquering and after conquer, was he also accumulating this evidence of himself just proving that, yes, he was to conquer and he was to rule and he was to be able to do all the things that he wanted to do and the things that he actually succeeded to do. So there's a very fine line here. Of course, this is just speculation. This is just my head and my thought train that I have around that. But still, it is an interesting question. And I want you to ask yourself this. Whatever you have accomplished or not, or you're looking to accomplish, do you actually believe you can? And this is a very interesting question because I believe faith does tip everything in our favor when we look at goals, visions, success, being your vision of success, or just living life pretty much, belief does tip the scale in every point. And I always wonder if Alexander the Great in his own journey, would he have succeeded if his mother would have not planted that seed in his own mind? Actually, there's also another interesting story about that sort of same seed, which is Thomas Edison. But I'm going to talk about Thomas Edison another time because it is a really extraordinary story. And I think it should really inspire people. And this is why also I think affirmations become such a powerful thing. Now, of course, we don't want to go into delusion, but I think there's still a fine line in that. 
to not believe that we are extraordinary in our own speci- special way that we don't have a that we have like nothing to give to the world that we are not actually really awesome at something or not have something like a skill that's really out that outperforms maybe other people actually i think this is is sad to actually believe that we have to be humble and put hum- to be humble on such a high pedestal here And this is where the conversation, I think it comes in, it can come interesting. And I think we need to address that as a conversation because at the end of the day, if you believe you can't or you believe you can, you're both right. And this is a very famous quote from Henry Ford, which is also an interesting story, which I will definitely talk about him at some point. He will be definitely part of that. I love uh, Henry's Ford um, story a lot. And yeah, so... It's really about just that thought, what if he would have, would we know him today as Alexander the Great or actually just as Alexander III of Macedonia, which is a very interesting thought and very, uh, you know, fine line in the tangent of theory around history and about success stories and stuff. But he was planted in a very young age, that seed that he was going to conquer Persia. And guess what? He actually did. But he was probably repeated so many times throughout his life. And of course, when he did become king of Macedonia, of course, he was in a position that, yes, it could have happened, but it could have not happened also. Like I said, he usually was against all odds. If you look into the stories, and please, if you want to do it, I really recommend it. Even the Wikipedia, they all state that. So, and Wikipedia is a really safe place to actually look up. Why do I love Wikipedia? I know there was a lot to talk about Wikipedia for a long time about not being such a good reference. Actually, it's a community of people who get together and discuss different uh, aspects of maybe historical facts and um, also references. And then they kind of combine it a little bit together and make it like some sort of mashup of all the historical facts, which makes it really agreeable to read. So I do believe like this is some sort of, of course, everything needs to be taken with some sort of, um, I would say open-minded because history, like I said, there's so many stuff that we actually don't know. And some of the stories, which are great stories, and a lot of people don't even know about, uh, sometimes can be really misinterpreted or actually were bashful during the times and We don't have so much of facts because of they were against some sort of, I don't know, I would say current of the times. And one of the great persons in history that we definitely need to get to know more is Cleopatra. And she was against all odds in those days back in her time. And of course, I will be definitely sharing about her story in the future. But let's go back to um, our story with Alexander the Great. And I really want you to look at Do you actually believe you can succeed the vision that you want to have? Whatever that vision is, whatever that looks like, whatever that feels like, it's not about what it is. It's about just believing that this can be yours and it will be yours too. And that you're actually doing something every single day in your life to actually move towards that vision and towards that goal, towards that outcome, whatever you want to call it. And it's just, do you believe? And I, and I sincerely say, belief will tip the thing for you. And sometimes it is hard, as I said in the in part of the conversation, that we were not pretty much raised to already believe 
that we can accomplish so many things in our in our lifetimes we were pretty much taught that we needed exterior validation just sort of the way the school system is actually brought up so you uh get the information then you put it you put it back on paper and then they grade you and they tell you well this is good or not good so you see we're kind of a little bit program in looking in for exterior instead of looking interior of our truths. Now, uh, if you look at the previous episode about um, where I talk about your truth and like being yourself shouldn't cost you, this is a very also interesting conversation. It can be completely interlinked with the belief of what do you believe? Because if you believe deep down, like belief can also look at, we can also look at it as truth. And the thing is, everything in life is true. So if you believe you can actually you can't have what you want and it's true. It is a truth. It is a belief and it is a truth. And the line is very fine between those both words. But I really want you to sit down with that and just look into like what do you actually believe? And what do you want to believe? Because it doesn't mean okay, maybe right now if you're challenged because yeah, you don't quite see how you can actually you, you can actually accomplish what you want to accomplish but that doesn't mean you can still hold on to that that doesn't mean you cannot shift that and it doesn't mean you need to continue believing that beliefs can be also unlearned and be also learned a new belief you can start believing that you can actually accomplish what you want to accomplish and that you're actually doing every single day some sort of moving like action or like behavior or habit or whatever that looks like actually move that needle forward towards that vision and also the thing I will tell you is the more you affirm that in your life and of course if you use affirmations I'm a big fan of affirmations because they really help us define that inner self image slash belief that we have of just repeating and repeating and repeating and like so we can actually latch on to that new truth that we want to give ourselves so what is something you could actually add today maybe a an affirmation that could help you really move that needle really put yourself in that position of you working towards and I don't like the term working I would say like really like actually going towards and actually embodying that future vision in the present moment I love that idea of just saying that today the actions that I do actually embody the vision that I do experience in the future. So what is an affirmation you could actually say to yourself today to really help you get into that sense of you're already there metaphysically if you want to. Anyhow, with this being said, I'm going to leave you to that. Also, I am right now open to receive a new one-on-one client if you have been feeling on the fence and you want to maybe claim your own historical Alexander the Great moment in your life, please do uh, contact me. Uh, You can DM me through Instagram or just email me or just, you know, there's the application also in the show notes if you want to fill it out. And of course, the application, there is really no strings attached to that. You just... Uh, fill it out it helps me to understand a little bit where you're coming from and of course then I contact you and then we see the rest of the details afterwards so there's really no strings attached with that there's also no strings attached if you do come into my dms and speak with me it will be my pleasure to answer any some sort of questions so it's a I offer right now three month programs which can be there's two different options in there uh, pricing is actually quite good 
And yeah, I really want to help you get to that vision and not also that, but just for you to embody and just sit into who you are and who you want to become and really embody that vision right from the start print and start magnetizing all the things that you deeply desire, whatever it's through business, whatever it's through your relationships or your family life or even your whole life in general, career, whatever you want to look into, seriously, this all applies. And the thing is, I know I talk about a lot of entrepreneurship and I work a lot with entrepreneurs. And if you are an entrepreneur and you are ready to establish that, well, I'm ready to receive you and you are ready to receive the guidance also to get into that position of really acknowledging all of that and embodying it from the get-go and actually magnetizing it in your life. So with this being said, I wish you a fabulous day. Thank you so much to have been here. I hope you enjoyed this amazing episode. Also remember to subscribe to the podcast because you really don't want to miss out on all the juiciness that drops every day. If you are looking for more, please come and follow me on Instagram. The links are in the show notes. Amazing content drops there also daily for you to expand more on your mindset. And with this being said, have a fabulous day.